Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Michael P. Hamans. I'm here to talk to y'all about law and society. Today's theme is what use is poetry? So more society than law, I think. Uh, we're here at WCCF News Radio 1580 AM. You know that if you've tuned in, or you might be uh, in here digitally from uh, iHeart.com or some other platform. I think that the radio station has a WCCF uh, component that's not iHeart. Uh, however you got here, thanks for listening. We don't have any guests today. Had two great guests last week, Don Bonzi and Dave Dively. Uh, the Don Bonzi Project, uh, some good musicians that are going to be joining us at the Hibiscus Festival uh, this year, the Don Bonzi Project. We've got a pretty good lineup coming. Mike Imbasiani, who you just heard uh, uh, with Ken Lovejoy on the show, is going to be uh, kicking us off at noon on Saturday at the Hibiscus Festival. That's what we are hoping right now, and we've in the preliminary discussions and think we'll pull it off. Uh, on, uh, on Friday night, we've got a couple of bands lined up, some more to come to you on that because I want to get the lineup just right uh, for Friday. There's going to be music uh, all day Saturday as part of the Hibiscus Festival, which is coming up in May, May 19th and 20th. We're at the Histy Park this year rather than Gilchrist Park. Gilchrist is under reconstruction. Uh, thanks for listening way out there across the United States. In Alaska, my brother Branch. In Colorado, my buddy uh, Wayne Saladay and his wife, uh, uh, the in Montana, we have uh, quite a few listeners. Hopefully, we have Birdie. Hey, Birdie, it's Pappy. I love you, baby. You know, she might be in school. She's probably not uh, listening today. But uh, her brother, Hanker, he's a bazooka, that boy. Maybe he's tuned in along with his dad, Dylan, and his mom, Jody. The, uh, they're in Boulder, Montana these days. Down in Livingston, Montana, south of there, we've... Uh, we have Parks Reese, Robin Hogan. Sometimes we get Scott McMillian on uh, listening in. They're friends and family and uh, appreciate it. As a matter of fact, Parks is a sponsor, and uh, he has an art gallery right there in downtown Livingston. He has his art collected uh, across the globe. Uh, he has a gallery that carries his work, and is uh, he's featured in Shanghai, at uh, Art 188 in Shanghai. Uh, he's going back out there. He's been mm, a couple of times a year for the last three years. Uh, and he's an ambassador of art and environmental awareness in, in China and in Montana, where he is one of the favorite uh, artists in Montana. So, Take a look at his website. You can find him at parksreese.com, P-A-R-K-S-R-E-E-C-E. -E. You can find him on Facebook. If you go to Livingston and find him, you'll have a great time running with a really wild man. Uh, so tune in. We may even get a uh, the Lamb Chop, the Barbarians, Montana report. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it's been a little while. She was under the weather. Her, her throat wouldn't let her do it, I think, the last couple of times. So... Uh, Coming on east, we've got Jeffrey McElroy in Texas. Jeffrey goes to China with Parks because Jeffrey is uh, Asian Studies in a Ph.D. program at the University of Texas in Austin. And uh, he travels as an interpreter and uh, language interpreter and cultural guide for Parks when he goes to China. Uh, keep coming this way. We've got folks in North Carolina that listen. Uh, Dr. Sam Kirby and his family uh, Carson Dillinger is, uh, is, tunes in when she can. Uh, she's the uh, 
we're thinking about her because coming up April 1st is the second anniversary of the death of her father, uh, Lloyd Dellinger. Lloyd is uh, an um, inspiration of, uh, for all kinds of, uh, of shenanigans, and uh, he was a loving individual. He said, love one another. He was the creator of Carolina Cajun. Carolina Cajun, it's not a hot sauce, but it's a blend of love from the Piedmont. And it's good on most everything. It's so good on chicken that there's a guarantee. What's that guarantee, Zane? To get a better piece of chicken, you got to be a rooster. That's it. Be the rooster. Coming on south through Polk County, Florida with Elton and his clan and to the local listening area from Arcadia to Fort Myers to Boca Grande to Venice, Punta Gorda, Port Charlotte, Inglewood, all those places in between. Thank you for listening. You know, spring is on us. Let's listen to Jim Lauderdale for just a minute. Wait till spring. Different snowflakes make a blanket and the thirsty earth will thank it Growing on the real fashion show Sprouting the fresh like a pro The new patterns are fantastic The crows want to take for granted The sweet stains of pomegranate Bears and chipmunks will hibernate Debates curl up like a team of champions. Wait till spring, wait till spring. Mama said that's when it starts to swing. Wait till spring, wait till spring. That's when they really start to Jim Lauderdale, uh, wait till spring. You can catch him with Donna the Buffalo often. This was a uh, recording with Donna the Buffalo 
they're a, a band out of New York, uh, Jim Lauderdale. Uh, when I first started hearing them, I, I was really, uh, uh, really like Don of the Buffalo, and I thought that Jim Lauderdale pulled them in a, a strange little twist that I didn't quite like, but I've I've listened to it over time and grown to really appreciate uh, Jim Lauderdale's influence on the band. Hey, I couldn't do this show without my uh, sponsors, folks like Gene Gorman Auto Sales. You know Gene Gorman Auto Sales. They've seen the billboards around town in Punta Gorda, uh, Port Charlotte. I'd give them away, but my wife won't let me. I'd fix them for free, but my wife won't let me. Well, it's a family-owned and operated business. They've got 21 straight years as Charlotte County's number one volume independent used car dealer. They have three locations to serve everyone. Gene Gorman Family Motors in Charlotte Harbor, Gene Gorman Premier Auto Sales downtown across from the Punta Gorda Police Department, and Gene's Dirt Cheap Cars south of Acuesta. That's a Kia stop for all of you folks that speak Spanish and aren't from here. Well, you can find more about Gene Gorman's auto sales at genegormans.com. All of their cars go through a certification process and come with a nationwide warranty. Owen is the general manager. His son Owen's wife and Owen's wife Amy are our next door neighbors. Couldn't have better neighbors. Uh, they uh, Owen's general manager and vice president of the corporation, and his father Gene recently finished his memoir. It's published by Archway Publishing, a division of Simon and Schuster. It's a fun to read story about his life from the jungles of Vietnam to psychiatric hospitals to the boardrooms of corporate America. It's a great book for anyone that's battled addiction or knows someone that has or is. They're running a promotion in honor of 21 years as Charlotte County's number one used car dealer by giving away free oil changes for a year and a copy of Gene's memoir. You had to be there to anyone that buys a car or sells a car to Gene Gorman Auto Sales. Boca Grand Marina is a sponsor. Boca Grand Marina is out there on Gasparilla Island. That's where beautiful Boca Grand is, historic Boca Grand. Uh, to get to Boca Grand Marina, you go in that south entrance to the Boca Bayou and then turn south into the Yacht Basin. It's the refurbished, beautiful marina. It's got a great dockmaster's office that uh, commands the basin in order to help you uh, come in berth safely and get fuel fuel docks open from 8 in the morning till 5 in the evening. While you're there, go to the ship store, the sundries. Bait, tackle, ice, drinks, those kinds of things. T-shirts, hats, sunglasses. If you're there from about 11.30 on, you can uh, enjoy a repast at the, uh, at the uh, at Miller's uh, Dockside. They have cold beer, full bar, great menu, friendly service, and a great view. Uh, it's a casual atmosphere. Uh, you'll enjoy yourself. You know, while you're there, you could rent a golf cart from them and go and tool around the rest of the island, see the historic district, uh, go to the beaches on the Gulf. Uh, In the evenings, the Eagle's Grill is a fine dining. Chef Antonio, everything on the menu is special, but he has specials every night. And uh, so whether you get there by boat, by seaplane, by car, by bicycle, by golf cart, whether you walk, However you get yourself there, do. Uh, treat yourself. You'll enjoy it. Thanks for being a sponsor. The uh, This is Poetry Month. It's coming up April, National Poetry Month. And uh, the theme today sort of loosely is of what use is poetry. Uh, I read uh, from Masterpieces of the Orient, uh, an expanded edition edited by G.L. Anderson a couple weeks ago. Uh, and some of the, and I think it bears reading again that uh, talking about uh, some three poets, there's a chapter about three poets back uh, Tao Chin, Li Po, and Po Chui. Uh, the Po Chui is the best known of the Mid Tang poets. He's an essentially serious poet who had a long and excellent record in government service in the Hanlin Academy, and in other official posts. Despite this, he is a serious critic of government and society and uses poetry to attack the evils of his age. Poetry, he said, had become in his time playing with the wind and the moon, the flowers and the grass. It should instead use its eloquence to expose corruption, superstition, militarism, and the oppression of the people. 
Some of his themes are curiously modern. An old man breaks his arm to avoid military service. A poor man's supply of charcoal is seized for taxes. A bouquet of flowers in the market sells for a price equal to the entire tax burden of a poor family. Frustrated by corruption and exploited by officialdom, the people nevertheless solace themselves with meaningless superstitions, believe in omens and idols, and fancy they will end up in some celestial palace in the presence of the Jade Emperor. Pochui's attacks on these prevailing evils naturally brought down upon him the wrath of those important people in society who depend on the ignorance of the people and on bad government for their own livelihood and position, and demotion and banishment were the poet's reward. Poe wrote in a language which the people could understand, and his verses were hung in taverns and learned even by sing-song girls. He represents a poet dedicated to the idea that poetry should have a moral and social purpose. He spoke out bravely at considerable risk on the conditions of his day. Many other poets were too cautious to imitate him. This is Po Chu Yi. He wrote this uh, 811 A.D., long time ago. In Ho Chao, in the district of Kufang, there lies a village whose name is Chu Chen, a hundred miles away from the country town, amid fields of hemp and green of mulberry trees. Click, click goes the sound of the spinning wheel. Mews and oxen pack the village streets. The girls go drawing the water from the brooks. The men go gathering firewood on the hill. So far from the town, government affairs are few. So deep in the hills, man's ways are simple. Though they have wealth, they do not traffic with it. Though they reach the age, they do not enter the army. Each family keeps to its village trade. Gray-headed, they have never left the gates. Alive, they are the people of Chien village. Dead, they become the dust, the dust of Chien village. Out in the fields, old men and young gaze gladly each in the other's face. In the whole village, there are only two clans. Age after age, Chus have married, married Chien's. Near or distant, they have kinsmen in every house. Young or old, they have friends wherever they go. On white wine and roasted fowl they fare, at joyful meetings more than once a week. While they are alive, they have no distant partings. To choose a wife, they go to a neighbor's house. When they are dead, no distant burial. Round the village graves lie thick. They are not troubled either about life or death. They have no anguish either of body or soul, and so it happens that they live to a ripe age and great-great-grandsons are often seen. I was born in the realms of etiquette. In early years, unprotected and poor, alone I learned to distinguish between evil and good. Untutored, I toiled at bitter tasks. The world's law honors learning and fame. Scholars prize marriages and caps. With these fetters, I gived my own hands. Truly, I became a much-deceived man, at ten years old, I learned to read books. At fifteen, I knew how to write prose. At twenty, I was made a Bachelor of Arts. At thirty, I became a censor at the court. Above, the duty I owed to prince and parents. Below, the ties that bind me to wife and child. The support of my family, the service of my country. For these tasks, my nature is not apt. I reckon that the time that I first left my home, from then till now, Fifteen springs. My lonely boat has thrice sailed to Chu. Four times through Chin. My lean horse has passed. I have walked in the morning with hunger in my face. I have lain at night with a soul that could not rest. East and west I have wandered without pause. Hither and thither like a cloud astray in the sky. In the Civil War my old home was destroyed. Of my flesh and blood many are scattered and lost. North of the river and south of the river. In both lands are the friends of all my life, life friends whom I never see at all, whose deaths I hear of only after the lapse of years. Sad at morning, I lie on my bed till dusk. Weeping at night, I sit and wait for dawn. The fire of sorrow has burnt my heart's core. The frost of trouble has seized my hair's roots. In such anguish has my whole life passed. Long have I envied the people of Chin Village. Yeah, the complex life is uh, has its 
costs. The simple life has its values, its treasures. From American Indian poetry, this is a Navajo hunting song. This is from a collection, Anthology of Authentic Songs and Chants, American Indian Poetry, edited by George W. Cronin. Comes the deer to my singing. Comes the deer to my song. Comes the deer to my singing. He, the blackbird, he am I, bird beloved of the wild deer. Comes the deer to my singing. From the mountain black, from the summit down the trail, coming, coming now, comes the deer to my singing. Through the blossoms, through the flowers, coming, coming now, comes the deer to my singing. Through the flower dewdrops, coming now, comes the deer to my singing. Through the pollen, flower pollen, coming, coming now, comes the deer to my singing. Starting with his left forefoot, stamping, turns the frightened deer, comes the deer to my singing. Quarry mine, blessed am I, in the luck of the chase, comes the deer to my singing. Comes the deer to my singing, comes the deer to my song, comes the deer to my singing. just met a very interesting uh, person, Lola Haskins. She was uh, a computer professor at the University of Florida, but she's got, she's written uh, eight or so books of poetry. Here's from How Small Confronting Morning by Lola Haskins. I'll read you first the, uh, the author's preface. Because I wanted these poems to be as close to plain air experiences as I could make them, I've made some adjustments to conventional formatting. First, to reflect the fact that the natural world doesn't start or stop, I replace periods, commas, and semicolons with spaces. I decided to leave question marks and exclamation points alone because I thought it would be disingenuous to pretend humans don't exist. After all, only we paint pictures. Then, since in the natural world, talk about man's dominion notwithstanding, every species is equally vital. I removed capital letters. Eyes were especially important in this respect. From the bodies of the poems, but using the same logic as with the question marks, allowed them in the titles. I'm aiming for poems that have the feel of having been written under the sky. I also hope to create pieces that in another era might have been interpreted as devotional, pieces worthy of being called ecstatic nature poetry. If just a few poems in this collection succeed in that respect, I'll be happy. Her titles, Birthday Hike, First Light, Through Gumroot Swamp, the cabin at Fakahatchee Strand, Lake Alice, A Palm is Not a Tree, Of Love, Wahlberg, River Bloom, Walking with My Son, Sighted, Afterlife, or Not. It goes on. I, I chose for this reading The Cabin at Fakahatchee Strand. By morning, the water was turned such silver, I wanted to put it on. I know, it would only flutter off my skin like a bird too quick to follow. But I don't care. I want it anyway. And I want that tangle of cattail and black rush too, the way I want to be perpetually waking to yet another gift, like the single gator stretched out on the muck where pond has begun to thicken to swamp like happiness. It materialized so gradually that I never even for a moment saw it coming. feels fairly plain airish. You know, plain air is a uh, painter goes out and, uh, and in a, typically in a natural setting and scene, uh, tries to capture that scene in, uh, in the moment. And so there's a lot of impressionistic things that come from it. And uh, I, I think she captured that in, in, 
some of what she's done. You know, one of my favorite poets was uh, Shel Silverstein. Uh, this is from Where the Sidewalk Ends, the poems and drawings of Shel Silverstein. And let's, oh wait, you know, I read in the newspaper today about a guy in uh, Malaysia someplace. I don't remember exactly where. But he was eaten by a python. A young, a 20-some-year-old man was found dead. They cut open this 23-foot python to extract his body. Well, so this one's contemporary, I guess. Boa constrictor. Oh, I'm being eaten by a boa constrictor. A boa constrictor. A boa constrictor. I'm being eaten by a boa constrictor, and I don't like it one bit. Well, what do you know? It's nibbling my toe. Oh, gee, it's up to my knee. Oh, my, it's up to my thigh. Oh, fiddle, it's up to my middle. Oh, heck, it's up to my neck. Oh, dread, it's... I wonder if you know, um, Shaw Silverstein uh, was a favorite of Johnny Cash. And I, 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 I hope I'm accurate in saying this, but I believe Shaw Silverstein wrote A Boy Named Sue. I'm not sure about that. I know I'm not that, sure. He could have been the inspiration, but I know that Johnny Cash loved Shaw Silverstein. I, I know that he wrote a uh, cover of the Lo Rolling Stone yeah. and, uh, and some of those kinds of things. I one that my son really liked as we were growing, or maybe I liked and so read to him conti continuously, uh, the, the Ickle Me, Pickle Me, Tickle Me Too. <laughs> Ickle Me, Pickle Me, Tickle Me Too. Went for a ride in a flying shoe. Hooray! What fun! It's time we flew, said Ickle Me, Pickle Me, Tickle Me Too. Ickle was captain and Pickle was crew, and Tickle served coffee and mulligan stew as higher and higher and higher they flew. Ickle me, pickle me, tickle me too. Ickle me, pickle me, tickle me too. Over the sun and beyond the blue. Hold on, stay in. I hope we do, cried Ickle me, pickle me, tickle me too. Ickle me, pickle me, tickle me too. Never return to the world they knew. And nobody knows what's happened to dear Ickle me, pickle me, tickle me too. So... Yeah, where the sidewalk ends. There's a place for uh, fun, nonsensical stuff when we're always trying to make so much sense of things. I think poetry helps us in that in some of it. Here's another Jim Lauderdale that helps us in that regard. This is, I'm giving it to you. Hang on, here it is. You don't have it. Oh, okay. Yep. This is from... Reason and Rhyme, Reason and Rhyme, and this one is Tiger and the Monkey. It's number four on there. Here we go. Tiger and the monkey went to war. The monkey rode in on a Labrador. The tiger came on roller skates and fancy figure eights. Juggling a dozen plates or more Strutting cocky to the nth degree Monkey bought his field artillery Look at what the tiger bought Some antebellum cannon shot in grave with Louisiana filigree Round and round and round again we go Round and round and round again you know You're sweet as buttercup with the gold side up Don't Till you go Blackbird sitting on a daisy chain Says maybe you should come out of the rain Why don't you just postpone your war Clothe your hungry, feed your whore Before you take your sword up once again Round and round again we go Round and round 
up before Been dealing down the line Crooked decks and loaded dice How far do you think you look my go? Come and kiss me quick, oh Molly D One for you, another one for me We'll make love upon the fence Barring fatal accidents Show how one and one can still make three You're sweet as buttercup Shining with gold side up don't ever think of leaving till you go Yeah, Jim Lauderdale. You know, so so those are you know some within the structure of the of the absurd uh there's some lessons that get passed on. Uh, some poets really grab hold of the things that are important, and like uh, uh, the Chinese poet who said that it shouldn't just be about the wind and the grass and uh, the beauty, that you should take on things. Uh, and a poet that I've read from on here... Uh, Mark Reed, also known as So Many Styles. Uh, this is from Dissonant Harmonics of a War-Torn Mind. It's uh, published uh, 2006. This is from uh, his first printing. And this is what he says. This is entitled The Poet. I am no messiah. I am a pariah. I am a hypocritical liar. My lack of morals is dire. Not only will I lead you to them, but I will feed you to the lions. So I can see my dreams. I will set yours on fire. I will stand upon your misery so I can stand higher. I will use your pain as long as it inspires. I will make your stories mine for others to admire. To entertain others, I will do whatever is required. I will take you to the field and leave you tangled in the briar. I will call out deadbeat dads while neglecting children I sire. I will criticize the same filth in which I myself am mired. For your love and affection, I will tell you anything you desire. I will put your pain to work even as you perspire. I will proclaim myself a knight, knowing... I'm an errant squire. I will steal your breath even as you respire. I will take your sleep even as you tire. I am a poet. I am no messiah. You have been warned. I am a pariah. Another within that. All clear. I can tell you about dog days, Camp New York, Kauai summers, 100 plus degrees, and yes, that's in the shade, but there's no escape from the heat, only shadows which afford no cool, for its effects drain and permeate all. By midday, the bottles of water stacked in boxes are boiling hot, so they are of no use, at least in terms of drinking. Then all of a sudden, you hear the siren. Somebody yells, gas, gas, gas. Everybody starts running, shuffling, struggling to get their gear on. Nobody does nothing but you wish you had, because once you put that mask on, you can't wait to take it off. You feel trapped. You feel closed in. And that's before even more soldiers start pouring in. Now you wish you weren't the first one in that bunker. Trust me, you can't wait for it to be done and over. Because you've got people almost on top of you, and you find yourself in the middle. Everyone is jostling for position, hoping for the opening. But you've only slowly been worked towards the center. And it's not getting only getting hotter, so your mass feels no better. In fact, more than ever, its rubber sucks upon your skin. You want to take it off, but then you think about the rumors, and you know you'll get screamed on if you do. Who knows in this climate, perhaps in Article 15 or court-martial? So you try to remain composed, even though it feels as if you're about to melt. You grab your canteen and try to drink. However, your gloves are in the way. It's dark. Their bodies have blocked out the light. Now You are now in a virtual ball almost dead to the world, curled up, you're getting close to vomiting, you feel stuck, plus you're really sick. If you've got a really bad headache, you're starting to cramp, you want to say something, but you can't. Can't be a loser, can't be a coward, 
because you're a soldier. This is what your drill sergeant trained you for and what your recruiter forgot to mention. Then there's boom, and the ground shudders. It sounded something like thunder, but you know where you are, so you know better. Everybody's talking, but all you can hear is murmur. Then you wonder if there's going to be anything more. Other than that, everything's just a blur, because it all seems the same after an hour, and the only thing that isn't is when you get that all clear. All clear. written some poetry myself. I've also written some songs. I come to music through poetry, through the lyrics. I've got a brand new guitar. This is built by, uh, by Keith McKenzie, and it's just gorgeous, super action. Uh, I'm going to have to really be careful with it. I've uh, I don't take good care of my guitars. I treat them like I do my trucks, which is as a machine for a purpose. <clears throat> but I'm going to be more careful with this one, I promise. Uh, this one was uh, my wife Dawn uh, scraped and scrimped and pinched and saved to uh, over almost three years to, uh, to pay for this custom-made guitar. And it's, uh, it's really a, a gift of love, and it was made. A lot of love went into it. Uh, Keith McKenzie is a fabulous luthier. He's, uh, our community is fortunate to have him. Uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, this is a new guitar, and so it's going to settle and things are going to happen it's, as it gets played. And he's already told me he wants to see it in May in order to do an adjustment, and then he wants to see it two more times in the, this uh, year, so three times in the first year that he wants to have it and adjust it. I mean, it's like birthing a baby and, uh, and then uh, caring for it afterwards. So, and my wife is the hot dog lady, for those of you who don't know. She's, uh, uh, she's the owner of It's a Hot Dog Day, which is she vends at the parks in Punta Gorda. She has the lease at Gilchrist and Ponce de Leon Park. Uh, and she also does events. We just did a big event last weekend at the Kia dealership uh, for a car show. That was uh, 450 cars all day, uh, lots, of, lots and lots of people. Uh, she's at the Ponce de Leon Park today. She has a, a number of folks that, uh, that help her that, that are the uh, hot dog guys and gals at the, at the cart. But she's there today at Ponce Leon Park, and I wrote her a, a jingle. I did it a cappella last week. Let's see if I can pull it off with my new guitar. Weather's so nice, want to go to the park. Grilled onions and peppers in the air. Umbrella and a cart, Ponce Leon Park. Enjoy the repast, it's a hot dog day. We'll go out there to Ponce Leon Park. I'm going to go for lunch today myself. And uh, there's sweet Italian sausage, Polish sausage, uh, sabrettes, all beef hot dogs, uh, uh, Hebrew national jumbos. Uh, all of them served on a Martin potato roll with every kind of condiment that you can imagine that your heart desires. Uh, you can have a Carolina dog, which is what I do. That's mustard and fresh onions, a little bit of coleslaw, and a little bit of chili. It's delicious. Uh, you can get a Chicago dog. She makes a, uh, a, a very good Chicago dog. Drag it through the garden. Uh, you know, the, the little daddle peppers from Chicago we don't have, but we do have sport peppers or jalapenos. And uh, you can have a hot dog your own way, you know, to tell her how you want it. But uh, if you want to do a little bit of, uh, of adventure, you can have her do one that you don't know much about. But uh, sauerkraut is available, New York red sauce. Uh, there's got cheese out there, hot cheese to go on them, just about any way that you want them. And so, this is a song for my wife. This is the first time I've had this guitar on this radio show, so I, I hope you're enjoying it. I sure am. We've got a caller. Caller, you're on the air. 
Hey, caller, you're on the air. Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It sounds it sounds good. Show's good again, like usual. Oh, thank uh, you. What kind of guitar? Uh, I've got a Mitchell at home. I got a Mitchell. I got an Ovation. Mm-hmm. This one is a custom made by Keith McKenzie. He's a luthier. He lives over in West Charlotte County, uh, and he makes uh, fine, fine guitars. Uh, some. Uh, uh, Craig Kenning, who's the national uh, slide guitar champion, uh, uh, has uh, a Keith McKenzie guitar and also has all of his other yeah. guitars tuned up by Keith when he comes to town. I mean, he's he's a he's a fat. We have a number of uh, really pretty famous luthiers in our community, but this is a Keith yeah. McKenzie. I was playing before that. I've been playing a Martin uh, yeah. J sixteen and. Uh, and before that, the guitar that I had was the Martin that was made in, in Korea, which is, uh, and so, uh, and then I've got uh, some that were made by, uh, by uh, one that's made by Cottonwood, uh, is Cottonwood, uh, handmade by Rudy, uh, and, uh, and I've got an, uh, Osmond, Rudy Osmond, and then I've got some that were made by Sam Sixkiller, a couple of uh, electric guitars, uh, made yeah. by Sam Sixkiller. Uh, I have more musical instruments. At this point, I have more musical instruments than I do uh, guns, but pretty close. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty easy. There's like a thousand manufacturers of guitars. There's a blue book of guitars in the library. <clears throat> if you ever go in there, it just shows all the manufacturers. It's unbelievable. I never knew there were that many. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. I didn't know how many people did it uh and i didn't know how many people do it so well but th- these these are long-term projects that uh that require mm-hmm. amazing attention to detail and a lot of love goes into these i mean they get rubbed and rubbed and rubbed they get petted as they get built oh yeah yeah I, I, and i understand that it's the that's the fanaticism or love of, of music uh, guitars and I, I know exactly what you're saying Hey, what do you think? Uh, you're talking about poetry, of course. Everybody knows uh, uh, Bob Dylan's, right? <laughs> it's probably it's one of the most famous of the poets. When you think about it, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if uh, you get into him. You get into all. You music, know, he I probably can. yeah. But, uh, I last week I we had musicians on and we were talking about genre and uh, and yeah. most musicians that I know are really uh, have broad. Uh, tastes yeah. they, they 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 don't just oh i don't only listen to this or i don't like that most most people who make music listen to a broad variety of music and and enjoy it uh you know bob dylan uh, uh bob zimmerman uh yep. as he was named by his mother uh was george. Yep. george yeah george zimmerman not bob yeah but so yeah. mr zimmerman uh he uh, he's older than I am. That's I'm 62. I was born in 1954. Uh, he would he he'd already uh, broken onto the scene and was well known uh, before I really started listening to music with uh, with any uh, uh, yeah. e- ear to you know what was really going on. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm but, age too. Yeah. yeah, but he's. Uh, yeah, he's always been a hero of mine is uh because he he did take on his poetry was directed at uh at uh he spoke truth to power and he uh and he yeah. and he did it at times when it was uh when there were consequences and and the establishment yeah. didn't like it and you know as we came up through I think because of Bob Dylan and some of the folk basis of some of the rock and roll that came out of that as it developed, the music was the message, and we we paid attention to the lyrics and the songs uh, of those folks. Yeah, yeah it's a language. Of course, mm-hmm. Carol King. Yeah. We don't realize what kind of a musician uh, songwriter she was. What a huge, huge talent! Absolutely. She wrote yeah. so so many of them. Yeah, because I I was on the PBS special, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, what? So, do you have a poem? I, you have a, a short poem? I don't think I have one today. Okay. I can, uh, yeah. Uh, 
No, I, I guess I don't. No, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have it. Didn't have any coffee. That's why I can't figure it out today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, let me let minutes. me let me go yeah. on with this one. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. You and me Like one another Baby Light a fire Laughing and talking All the while Together You're my heart's desire You make me smile you're the cat's meow Riding on a bicycle Built for two Yeah, we're in tandem Hitting all the hot spots in town Making them hotter Laughing and tussling All the while Together You're my heart's desire You make me smile You're the cat's meow Baby, you're the cat's meow Sitting on the porch, barefoot, walking in the yard Watching the cats lay around the fire Laughing and joking all the while together You're my heart's desire You make me smile You're the cat's meow Baby, you're the cat's meow, meow. Yeah, you're the cat's meow, meow, meow. Yeah. So, my brand new McKenzie custom-made guitar given to me by my loving wife. Not for any particular event or occasion, just because she likes... The best for me wants the best for me. It's uh, pretty special. Thank you, Don. We have poetry that tries to remember and capture feelings and and pass those along. And we did the summer of the storms. Uh, and. There's some really good poetry in that. And as we get closer to the hurricane season, I'm going to start telling you about that. You know, I, I think that Wayne Saladay reported to us from Colorado that, uh, that there's uh, a possible uh, low pressure that's trying to build into a, into a named storm over there off of the Bahamas right now. Maybe it was yesterday. Uh, this is in... Uh, Homage to my uh, Montana friends and to painters who also try to uh, capture emotions and uh, express them and communicate. And sometimes the painters are just playing with the wind, and sometimes they're doing more than that. Uh, this is I, I've got a, a stack of them here that I brought a few that I think I'm trying to get to one that tells a story about a uh, a poet, uh, a painter that died, and I think that I've let it get away from me, and so I'm here just scrambling through it. I'm going to do a different one. Here's a Montana one. This is still an homage to the Montana, but this is this is in hunting and 
There we go. Hunting Montana. The wind blows. In Montana, the wind blows. In the vastness of ancient seas, sometimes there's only the sound of the wind. Across dancing blonde grasses, spare but everywhere, patches and stretches of olive sage, bare alkali, prickly pear cactus, and baked clay gumbo, light sweeps like the wind, parching the undulating land. Together wind and light drive white caps, turn a kaleidoscope of empty cloud patterns. Early and late draws grow dark. Mountains, buttes, and ridges throw shadows. Those shadows stretch for miles. Up close, the grain heads on thin stalks enrich the ground with their own blanket of low shadows. The wind gusts in wads and chunks, broken in the canyons, coolies, arroyos, into individual bites that seem to travel with some purpose. Between the gusts are carried on the wind, coyotes sing and bull elk bugle in the wooded draws at night. Geese honk and call in the twilight. On the working ranches, Pinned cattle sound a plaintive, desperate cry. Hawks scream their piercing shriek. South of the Missouri River, north of the Judith Mountains, in the shadows of Black Butte, near Roy and Bohemian Corner, and north of the Yellowstone River, near Ingomar and Sumatra, just out of froze-to-death and starved-to-death grazing districts, mankind are meat-eaters and hunters. Canine teeth are witness to the natural passion. Spotting from a high vantage, seeing and being seen, belly crawling forever in the grain shadows on a sneak, the land does not easily offer up its antelope. Watching with seven power eyes, running like flocks of birds fly, rifles crack, bullets zing, dust busts, blood splatters, ears ring. Then there's only the sound of the wind. Only the sound of the wind. Well, how much time did you say? 45. 45 seconds. 45 seconds. Well, here's my uh, not the wind. This is holy crap. Holy crap. Shot full of holes, blown to smithereens. The love of God clashes with tortured scripture, with paradoxical doxology, with egotistical ruminations of, if I must be right, then you must be wrong, for my parents taught me so. We pray allegiance every day. If I lay me down to sleep, wash my toes, watch what I eat, kill with kindness and commune only with my kind, then miracles will continue. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.